0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, October 23rd, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. How will the likely next president of South Africa shape that region's future? Tony Leone, a member of parliament in South Africa for nearly 20 years and leader of the opposition there, is a visiting fellow at the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. We spoke yesterday.
1: Well, Jacob Zuma is the popularly elected president of the ANC. He was elected at a party conference last year and achieved a very rare distinction in African and world politics of uh, deposing the incumbent and all-powerful sitting president of both the party and the country. Nine months later, the same party removed President Mbeki, whom Zuma had vanquished at a party conference in December as president of the country, and we now have an interim or fill-in president, Kuklema Matlante, but there's every expectation that should the ANC win the next election, next April, that Zuma will ascend to the country's presidency as well as the party presidency, which he currently holds. He is a populist, he is a traditionalist, in the sense he has about five wives. He is uh, somewhat beholden, although the extent of the indebtedness is unclear to what you might call the macro-populist forces of the ANC, the Communist Party, and the Trade Union Federation, Kasato, in South Africa. But he is also every bit more popular as a figure and a politician than his vanquished predecessor, Thabo Mbeki. He's more in touch with the people and he's less consumed by some of the political demons which drove Mbeki and which ultimately drove him out of office.
0: How do Mbeki and Zuma contrast or compare in terms of dealing with the problems of Zimbabwe and trying to be a sort of an honest tradesman there?
1: Well, I think the problem with Mbeki from the beginning and going back to the uh, commencement of this crisis of democracy and the economic meltdown Zimbabwe, which can be traced back to the year 2000, uh, Mbeki, although he's purported to be an honest broker, has essentially at all critical times been very pro-Mugabe and done a lot of things. Which have shored up Mugabe's hold on power and have prevented him from being isolated within the African community, and indeed uh, has uh, hobbled attempts by the international community to move effectively against Mugabe. Now, I think it's fair to say that Zuma, as recently as his comments uh, at the uh, Council on Foreign Relations yesterday in Washington, is less uh, in thrall to the uh, liberation. Uh, legacy of uh, Robert Mugabe, which seemed to fixate Thabo Mbeki. He is prepared to be more critical. Yesterday, for example, he described the decision to of Mugabe not to allow uh, Svangarai, the leader of the opposition in Zimbabwe, and putative prime minister there, to get a passport to attend crisis talks in neighboring Swaziland as weird. He also said that that is unacceptable. On the other hand, uh, Zuma basically said in his remarks in Washington that Thabo Mbeki or the ANC or the South African government's all the same thing at the moment, policy on Zimbabwe is correct to talk to all parties. Well, that's not actually a move forward. But uh, I think he is uh, less fixated, in Zuma's case, on mischaracterizing the problem as Becky tended to do, to say it was all a problem about land. In fact, uh, Zuma has previously said it's actually a problem about the crisis of
0: democracy. In his speech that he gave in Washington, does that did he indicate any change in policy regarding uh, economics?
1: Well, all, really, Zuma said in answer to that and to all other questions that were raised uh, by the moderator and from the floor was the ANC has a set of policies and not even the president of the ANC can change them. He gave a very collectivist answer which I'm not sure goes down too well in Washington, where individual accountability and personal responsibility tend to be the watchwords of both the political classes here and uh, the commentators on Africa and the world. So Zuma very much clothed himself and his answers yesterday in Washington in a collectivist mindset by saying there was going to be no change of policy. But, of course, the question is what is the policy and uh, how is it going to change? One of the more interesting features of the recent policy conference of South Africa's governing party was a desire to move away from the current uh, somewhat, I would argue, correct approaches to land acquisition in South Africa, which are based on the willing seller, willing buyer approach to something more loose and flexible. Now all uh, Zuma said in his remarks was we have a problem with land uh, in South Africa and its distribution, and there's something of a very slow nature in the process of redistribution. He didn't say they're going to go and seize land, under Mugabe, but he didn't, on the other hand, say that he's championing the principles and the practice of uh, free market economics when it comes to property acquisition. So his answer on these and many other issues was suitably vague.
0: Tony Leone is a visiting fellow at the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. His most recent op-ed, Africa and Our Election, appeared in the Washington Times October 19th. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.